Associate Friends, and welcome to the World Transformed. This program is your guide to an astounding future that lies ahead, one that will be here sooner than you think, and one that you have an important role to play in bringing about. At the World Transformed, we want to introduce you to what may be the greatest transformation of them all, the one that begins with considering and acting on the almost limitless possibilities that lie before us, and that ends somewhere beyond the reach of the human imagination. So, when does this amazing future begin? Well, today is the day. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co-author, co-futurist, and co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Phil. How are you? Well, I am super fantastic. Happy Wednesday. How are you, my friend? Man, I am great. I hope you've had a uh, good week so far. So far, so good. We're over the over the hump day, and we're going to revisit our topic, our kind of our core topic from last week, which was obviously a great two-part discussion with Dr. Aubrey de Grey about life extension. And you know, I had these two stories pop up in my in my Facebook feed, and I thought, well, this is kind of interesting because these are actually both things we've talked about before, but they relate to the kind of the particular dilemma of the elderly, where life extension is is concerned one of the one of the things that um, Aubrey talked about last week is is how there's almost this kind of strange form of ageism that only the elderly engage in right or, or that the elderly are guilty of engaging in I should say which is of you know deciding that their own lives maybe aren't worth pushing on right that, that maybe um, that, that, that maybe resources that are available in the world are better used on younger people. And if research is going to be done, it should be used to help younger people, not to help them, right? That somehow their, their time has passed and, you know, it's time to, time to um, let them move on and let people who still have a lot of life ahead be the, be the focus of attention. And, I, uh, you know, I actually uh, disagree with Aubrey just a little bit on that point in, in, in this way only. I, I think it's a type of ageism that more than just the elderly engage in. It's just that people that are not elderly don't voice it for fear of being considered a bigot or something. Yeah. Um, you, know, it, you, you know, a lot of people will think thoughts like that, that, you know, maybe it's just better to let them die or whatever. Um, but they, they wouldn't say such a thing, uh, whereas it seems almost altruistic, you know, for an elderly person to say something like that, which is, you know, it's it's actually kind of sad in a way, uh, but uh, um, I, I think that the, that that kind of uh, bad thinking uh, is is, pro, is present in, in people of all ages. It's just uh, only the, only the uh, elderly feel uh, that they have have earned the right to actually voice it. I guess. Oh, I think that's true. I think I think that's true. I, I imagine Aubrey would agree with you on that too. But but yeah. you hear it from you hear it from the old folks. That's the point. That's um, right. They're, they're the ones who come out and say it. And I thought, well, you know what, we're just going to turn that on our head with these two stories because these are both about anti-aging. These are, these are both about interesting progress towards actually making us potentially younger. And, uh, you know, it reminded me of another attitude, a completely kind of counter attitude expressed by an old guy in a movie. Uh, the movie, as we were discussing before the show started, is It's a Wonderful Life. And I, I think one of my favorite lines from that movie, youth is wasted on the wrong people. I always thought it was funny when I was a kid, when I was a kid but now I really appreciate that line, okay? That, uh, that, that, uh, that, that line makes a lot of sense to me. And it is, 
you know, it's, there's no doubt it's true, right? I mean, as you, as you get older, you think, well, I, I would know what to do with being young, right? These kids, they have no, they don't know what to do well, with anything. Hey, let's let's face it. We've got the experience of being young. <laughs> That's right. Result, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know. So, and, and the truth is, we'd be pretty good at. It. Hey, I, you ever see that movie with George Burns where he traded places with his grandson? He was. That, you know what? I've never seen that. Huh? Uh, it's, it's worth seeing. It's fun. Um, and uh, so. And, but it, did it work out where George Burns made a better kid than the kid made a an old man? Probably. Yes. And, yeah. um, and, and and he was a better kid than the kid was a kid for certain. Um, and, oh yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So it was, uh, it, it was, it's, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, it, it's fun. So um, we'll have to get the title of that and put it in the show notes. I can't remember what that was called, but, um, <laughs> but uh, the, the, the movie I was quoting here, youth is wasted on the wrong people is uh, it's a wonderful life, obviously. And so we're going to talk about a couple stories that can give us some hope that maybe we'll quit wasting youth on the wrong people, right? Maybe we'll start giving it back to the people who <laughs> perhaps everybody should deserve, it deserves a shot at it, right? Uh, That's right. Every, people who really, who really know what to do with it. And this, this first story is wonderful. Uh, wonderful headline. Is this the anti-aging pill we've all been waiting for? Well, that again reflects right on the conversation we had last week with, with Aubrey. We, we talked uh, last week about metformin and, this story actually has to do with uh, rapamycin, which we have discussed before. But there's been some there's been some progress. Uh, we, we've got now a pharmaceutical company actually licensing two molecules that uh, are byproducts of this uh, rapamycin. One of them is called uh, oh, well uh, Everolimus, right? And um, these. You know these these compounds have been made available previously in um, anti-cancer drugs, but now they're going to be offered specifically as an anti-aging treatment by this by this separate company, and it promises to be a very interesting offering here. What what what's interesting about this approach, different from say some of the other approaches to fighting aging where you look at, you know, what do they do? They, they fight inflammation, right? Or, you know, what, you know what, are the, what are the kinds of damage they go after? In this case, this is specifically something that has been shown to strengthen immune system. In fact, not only to strengthen immune system, but to give, in, in the experiments that have been done here, to give these mice the immune system of a younger mouse. And you have to almost wonder how much of aging do you solve just with that one thing? Not all of it, surely, but uh, that's that's got to be a huge boost. Oh yeah, um, if uh, if you got the immune system of a younger person, then uh, you, you know a lot of the diseases of old age. You know, people, um, you know, when, when they when they get into their seventies and things, uh, you know, uh, pneumonia, um, you know, the flu can can take an elderly person, um, you know much easier if they if they have the immune system of someone much younger you know they it certainly give them a, a few more years if uh whether or not they you know puts more life in their years is another matter but uh um it certainly could give them more years right if uh if, if Absolutely. they're not well, in out, the case uh, in the case of the mice it makes them live 25 percent longer um, and, and the research says it doesn't make them immortal but it's pretty good right uh, you know these it it, it 
appears to put more life into the years of, of the mice. And uh, one of the things that's really interesting about this is that it appears to work at any age. So you can give it to a young mouse, you can give it to an old mouse, and either way, they, they get the boost. They, they get the, uh, that, uh, that little extra lease on life. The other thing that's interesting is apparently it works on all varieties of life, that uh, it's been tested on flies, worms, you know, all kinds of stuff in addition to, in addition to mice. And so far, it's worked on everything that's tried it. So, hey, why not people, right? I mean, that's the... They're working in, it uh, looks like uh, in Seattle, uh, to uh, see if it works with dogs. And, uh, here's the thing, you know, uh, a lot of these therapies that work real well in short-lived species, they work less and less for longer-lived species. So it will be interesting to see if, uh, you know, if, if you get some, anything like 25% uh, uh, boost for dogs since they live longer than mice, right? Um, exactly, so. yeah. We'll, we'll find out. It's, uh, that'll be interesting. The, the, the one thing we have definitely learned for sure is that human beings are not just big mice. Um, yeah. if, 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 if we were, um, we would already be all on calorie restriction diets, right, to, to, to be living to 120. But it doesn't, you know, some of these things don't appear to map, and some map pretty well. So here's hoping this is one that, um, that maps fairly well. And actually, it relates so closely to the other one that it's almost probably worth talking about them together, which is the cellular reprogramming that rejuvenates old mice and boosts their lifespan 30%. So here's another 5%, right? Uh, over the 25% addition you get from, uh, from boosting the immune system. And this... Let's hope they stack, right? <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah, that's, that's what you want. You want to you put those two together and, and get your big 55% uh, um, lifespan increase, um, but this is a this is a completely different approach. This is taking the adult cells in the mouse and reprogramming them into pluripotent stem cells. Now, this is a technique that has been demonstrated years ago. We talked about this uh, at least on the blog, and I know we've talked about it on the show a few times. You know, from when it was the research was first done, I think like in 2000. 2006, uh, 2006 says here in Japan that uh, they, they first started winding back right, uh, mature adult cells and turning them into into pluripotent stem cells, and this is uh, you know this is a process they've put together for creating this you know kind of reverse engineering into into pluripotent stem cells into these little mouse bodies and the mice, the mice live 30% longer. It's a, it's, it's a hugely effective treatment, again, at least on mice. Um, we're eager to see well, how well something like that, that's going to work with us. I, I, I would think that the reason that works is it uh, allows the body to repair itself better, right? These, uh, once these stem cells are available, then, you know, that, that can be turned into anything. And so if, if there's parts of the body that need to be repaired, uh, they can go there and do that. And that's, uh, uh, that's, that's pretty neat. You know, we, we spoke last week about, uh, about the young girl uh, that had fallen into the swimming pool and, um, and they used a hyper, hyperbaric chamber to, like, just pump oxygen into her. Uh, right. And it resulted in such dramatic uh, improvement uh, and repair of this young child's brain. And the thought is that it wouldn't necessarily work with adults because they don't have this, you know, they don't have the stem cells still uh, right. to uh, 
to the, you know, that allows the flexibility of the body to repair itself in the same way. What if, uh, you know, something like this, Phil, would allow, um, you know, some people that are, you know, uh, have a severe brain damage as adults, uh, you, you know, what if you could uh, populate their body with, uh, with stem cells in this way and then do the same kind of therapy? I, the, the, you know, a combination of these things, um, you know, some exciting research uh, could, could be had here. Uh, with I, I, I like it. I like the, I like the idea of let's, let's wind ourselves back a little bit and then put ourselves in a hyperbaric chamber. Just see what happens, huh? You know, I mean, that's, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. that, that's a treatment I'm, I'm willing to try here uh, as soon as it's available, I think. Uh, I, we, we should clarify. One thing we should clarify is that the research that this is based on is research that has uh, – reverse-engineered pluripotent stem cells. But the problem with doing that on the tests that have been done along those lines is that those often turn into tumors. So the technique that was developed here for this particular research is they, <laughs> they've created a new kind of cell, I guess is the only way to describe this. It's most of the way back to being a pluripotent stem cell, but it isn't quite, okay? So it isn't quite a mature cell anymore because it's been modified, but it isn't quite the pluripotent cell either. But it's got enough of those characteristics that these benefits kick in, and yet the tumors don't happen. So they found this uh, they, they found this happy place between causing tumors and and getting the benefits of, of being younger, which is you know in itself well, pretty exciting. It just kind of goes to show you how these things can be fine tuned. Well, I suppose. I want to make sure I understand the terms here, Phil. The pluripotent. Is not the same as embryonic, right? I mean, embryonic can be literally be any anything, and and if you 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 know if I if somehow I were to have embryonic stem cells of, that are you know are my own somehow, um, then that you could almost uh, guarantee that that would become uh, in, in an adult body uh, a tumor or something. But uh, pluripotent. Well, actually, embryonic uh, cells are pluripotent. Uh, I believe pluripotent just means it can go in any direction. It, it's no longer um, a pluripotent cell, I believe, means it can become any kind of tissue rather than it is destined to become one kind of tissue, right? So you can have, like, skin cells, uh, stem cells that are only ever going to become skin, right? But if, you have a, right? but if you take them all the way back to pluripotency, those same cells could become skin or they could become heart tissue, just like an embryo. So... Um, um, I, I think I, I, I what, what you're saying, though, is absolutely right. Yeah, if you, if, you put, if you put cells that can become anything into our bodies, what tends to happen, or at least in a mouse body, uh, a mature mouse body, is they tend to become a tumor. That, that must be like going to ground, right? That must be the quickest yeah. thing that a, <laughs> that a cell can turn into. And so that's, uh, unfortunately, that's the direction that, uh, that it goes. So, so, so they're, they're, they're taking them back a step, but not quite, not quite all the way back to that pluripotent stage. Well, um, I'm going to have to research this and, and, and get back get back to the uh, and, and maybe report back on the Friday show or something. Or perhaps uh, one of our listeners can uh, make leave a comment or something because I'm not quite sure that we have our terms correct there. But uh, I, I, I got the idea right certainly that uh, if you go all the way back, then you're you're, uh, you're flirting with cancer and tumors. But uh, it, there's a midpoint, and uh, we just need to have the right term there. I'll, I'm going yeah. to look it up. Okay, and, yeah, uh, it, it could, it could, sure it could be, it could be that that they're just like, for example, pushing skin cells back to skin cell stem cells, right? Uh, to right. to spe to specific, specific cells that are uh, things that are like going that. In that direction. And, uh, yeah, 
you could have a um, you know a a, a a brain cell, for example, could you know be um, could be pushed back, but only could repair parts of the brain or something, but not right. other parts of the body. Yeah, right. That's uh, that, and and uh, that that uh, is there's obviously a, a room for a, a, a lot of research there. And, and yeah, well, they call it partial partial reprogramming, and they show an example actually. If you if uh, folks, if you follow the link, uh, there's a really interesting picture here of um, this is human skin cells that have been partially reprogrammed. So they were, they were wound back, maybe not quite to that pluripotent stem cell stage, but, quite, but somewhere back there, made more malleable, more stem cell-like. And you see how much healthier the skin has become. It's, it's taken on the characteristics of, of young and healthy skin. Anyway, uh, yeah, pretty awesome stuff for, for, these, uh, for these mice anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hopefully that, uh, that passes on to us. Eventually, yes. <laughs> um, but I, I like I like your idea of kind of combining those those two because I I think one of the things that we don't think of aging in terms of you know the the story about the the story about the girl who drowned and was revived is is so awesome because you, you know the that kind of trauma is something that we don't think you can recover from. But as bad as aging is, we don't we don't think of it in terms of trauma, which of course it, it exactly is what it is, right? So it, it it makes it makes perfect sense to think of a treatment that has helped someone to recover from what we would have thought of as you know a end of the line kind of trauma um, has has really got to offer some hope, I think, to uh, to the, to the field of ending aging as well. Hope so, and uh, you know, we, you know, we'll, we'll uh, stay tuned, right? Absolutely. Well, we're we're going to stay tuned. I'll tell you, the thing is, if you want to, if if you want to get serious about stem cells, you've got the option now, right? Because this is, um, if you want to do some reprogramming with with your own stem cells, there's now this company, Amplicell Stem Cell Banking, and I don't know if you followed on Facebook. I guess Christine Peterson, um, co-founder of the Foresight Institute has just announced that she has just banked her stem cells. So this is something that um, this is something that folks are doing. And now I'm not sure what level of stem cell they're they're doing here. So this would be a good uh, this would be a good point not to get back into the different kinds of stem cells until we know for sure. But right. They describe it as a as a straightforward process. They take a little fat out of you and they turn that into stem cells and then they I guess basically grow a, a collection of stem cells, your stem cells that are available to treat you should you encounter trauma, or you know, I'm thinking down the road if it can be applied that way, should you require anti-aging treatments, your your stem cells will be there uh, available for you. Anyway, a very very interesting uh, business model, and I had just stumbled upon them after reading Christine's story. I'm not sure if this is even the same service that that she used, but uh, it's interesting to see this whole offer. They say you can go in and you can go back to work later that day. Okay, so it's not a big trauma having a few, uh, they call it a 10-minute minimally evasive liposuction procedure done under local anesthesia. You could visit your doctor's office, have a short procedure, and leave within an hour taking a whole day off from work without having to take a whole day off from work. So I don't know, Stephen, what do you think? You thinking about uh, banking your stem cells? 
Well, if here's the thing. If, if it were um, not just for, um, you know, some some future treatment that hasn't hasn't been, uh, um, you know, approved yet or something like that. If 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 it, if it wasn't only prospective, and, but that there were were, were uh, treatments that were available now, I, I'd certainly I'd go do it immediately. But uh, you know, I, I almost uh, I almost wonder well, what's the point at this point? Uh, you know, uh, if if I wait five years and, and and bank my stem cells then when there's actually treatments available, um, I don't know. Are the is the ability to get good stem cells? Uh, I mean, uh, affected. Uh, by by our age, uh, it probably is to some extent. But uh. yeah, I, I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is, um, you know, when you have days, right? You don't want to take weeks to grow a bunch of stem cells, right? If, if, right. If, 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 if there's if if there's something that they need to do right away because there's an emergency, right? Yeah. Uh, what if you had a spinal cord injury and they needed stem cells um, immediately? Yeah. Uh, like like you're in a critical window. Where if they get them in there now, the benefits are much they could, better. They could right? save you from paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. If if if, I, if we saw stories like that, I mean, Phil, if uh, we 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 saw that, hey, uh, you know, people that would have uh, would have been left a paraplegic or something, uh, um, you know, you know, uh, because they had their stem cells back, they they were able to avoid it. I'd go do it immediately. If I, once we start seeing things like that, I certainly do it. Uh, I would guess that I would probably have to travel to do it. Um, probably don't have it locally. I might, I might be doing this in Denver. Where, where is this uh, particular uh, business located? He didn't say. It, 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 it gives a phone number, and I don't know what that area code is, so I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Not, if you follow the link we provide, you can, you can call them, and I guess find out where they are. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they are. It sounds like there's somebody in California doing it, though, and not surprising, right, that that's one of the locations right. where it's pretty straightforward to get that done. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know if there's anybody doing it here either. We're going to have to uh, gonna have to check into that. 323, what area code is that? Let's look it up here real fast. It doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it could. 323 is... I'm, I'm, betting, it, uh, I'm betting it's California. California, yep. yep. Downtown L.A. So, How about that? <laughs> there you go. Not, yeah. not the least. Why are we not surprised? It's uh, yeah. this is precisely what we'd expect from Southern California. Yeah, I mean, it would have been awesome if it had been like Dubuque, right? That would have been like... <laughs> yeah, Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not even Missouri. Kansas City, Kansas. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, would love one day, it. one day soon, one day soon. That's every right. every every little town in America, you'll be able to go in and bank your and bank your stem cells. But that, yeah, I think that is probably a a you know, preparing for the worst kind of a scenario. Because I think you make a good point, which is um, if, you can, if you can make them out of mature cells, there's always going to be the possibility to do that, right? If you can, if you can reverse engineer pluripotent cells out of your mature cells today, then you'll be able to do it tomorrow. And the fact that you're old, I don't really think probably has that much to do with whether it works or not. But it might. That's Actually, that's the point we should look. It's probably on their FAQ. If we look at the site more closely, it probably says... Um, yes, get right, right on this. You're not getting any younger. Your stem cell potential is diminishing every day. Um, it, that's possible that that's the case, but I, I haven't. I, I didn't actually read that on the site. I will say that that's just my being a wise guy. Okay, I, I, I don't know that. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I think that's you know that is worth um, worth thinking about doing and. 
it's it's almost kind of a I don't know. You know, you can see kind of early adopters who want to do things with their stem cells being all over this, right? Um, if if you anticipate eventually using stem cell treatments to extend your life or potentially to prevent cancer or, you know, to enhance your performance, you know, there's, there's just, there's all kinds of things that, you know, for cosmetic reasons, whatever. If you anticipate that those treatments will be available, you're, you're more likely probably to be one of the people who looks at this and says, well, I'm not waiting, right? I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in, right? This is, uh, this is for me. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, um, I would I would love to hear from perhaps we can get uh, someone that has banked their stem cells uh, on the show sometime. That'd be nice. Uh, Anybody listening, and, uh, if you've had an experience doing this, drop us a line. Let us know. Leave a comment, and uh, we'd we'd love we'd love to hear about your experience. I'll, I'll actually I'll reach out to Christine. In fact, I just need to read because I think she wrote a whole two or three posts on this. So we'll see what uh, see what her experience was. And yeah, and and, and what led her to do it at this time. You know, exactly. Uh, you know, so I would be interested. What's the motivation for banking your stem cells? But I've got to tell you, I think one reason, clearly, for doing it is because youth is wasted on the wrong people. Okay, that's why people are banking it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That is the reason for banking your stem cells. And with that, Stephen, I think we've just about covered what we wanted to cover this evening, unless you had anything else. I, I think that's it. Uh, look forward to Friday's show. We'll uh, we'll have other geek and uh, lots of other future. Oh, you know what we got on Friday? I'm glad you mentioned that. We got a new special feature on Friday. Not saying what it is. So tune in Friday and learn about our new special feature in addition to other geek. Okay, I don't know if we're going to be. We might be loading Fridays with too much stuff. We'll see. We'll see how that uh, how that we'll ends how it up. Works but out. but uh, <laughs> stay tuned, folks. Or actually, tune back in because, uh, you know, the show's about to end. But thank you all for being with us. It's been uh, great talking with you, Stephen. It's been great having you all with us. And we will be back on Friday with a brand-new show talking about, oh, no big deal, just the nature of reality. So you might want to miss – be sure not to miss that. And until next time, let this end. 